Shreitik. And it's Ches Adesheni. And um, we're learning a Maimir. So last week we learned Purim Membeis. Right? Learned the Maimir of Purim. And it's still before Purim. So today we're learning a Maimir from Tafshin Yud Aleph. And it's a Pashas Pada Maimir. The Purim Maimir, I did already. I did it someplace else. It's a Pashas Pada Maimir. This is such a wonderful presentation. It's like the fifth of the sixth Maimah that I ever said. It's very simple, no surprises. But Ipashit recites the Indian of Paraduma, which is found in scores of Mamadaxidas. Simple, straight, and easy. Mamish. This Maimah is very, very easy to learn. It really is very easy to learn. Um, it was designed to be easy. <laughs> It's so obvious that ever said this Maimon in such a way, I'm so Kenan And you just go from the beginning to the end, and you understand everything. Now, I'm going to skip certain parts, because I want to finish it today. I don't think we need two days for it. So there's some Haskalah, there's some more mystical stuff, or philosophical stuff, which we're going to sort of skim. But the Maimon is very nice. It really is very, very nice. So we begin from the very beginning. They made Hashem speaks to Meish and Adam, Lamer, that they should repeat to the Jewish people. This is the edict of the Torah, of the whole Torah that Hashem has instructed, or like Hasidus likes to explain, Hashem has connected us with. has many questions. Number one, why did it say twice? By Hashem, Hashem said. Ashativa Hashem that Hashem commanded. Should have been like in every other case. Speak to the Jewish people. What's the Zeis Chukas Ashatziva? The Eid Zeis, specifically the question is, It says Hashem's name twice. It should say it only once. Now I'm going to cheat and I'm going to tell you a cloud. This klal is a zoyhar, okay? And Hasidus builds many, many, many maimorim on this klal is That any time you have two names of Hashem mentioned in succession or in sequence, it's two levels. In other words, the names of Hashem obviously represent godliness and not God. Why? Because Hashem himself is nameless. Hashem doesn't have a name. Hashem is higher than a name. So when name is, in the words of the Medrash, that the names of Hashem represent His relationship with us. So the names of the Ebishter are assumed to be Atzilas, which is the lowest world of Elokus, the revealed Elokus. But if you have two, so the first one bumps the second one up. When you have Havaya, Havaya, so the first one is Zah, which is Atzilas, so automatically the second one is Keset. And that's going to be the answer to the question. That we have two Havayas, which forces us to understand that we're talking about not a regular Havaya, but a higher Havaya. Like I'm telling you, this is a very, very classic approach in Chesidus. And the source of it is there's many Maimorim and many Psukim that do exactly the same thing. You have two names of Hashem where you only need one. So they'll quote that Zayad, which says that when you have two names, so one is in Zohar and one is Atik. And that's what's going to happen here as well, as you'll see later on in the mind. Now, he never madrish, he said, says in the madrish, oh, mashleim, mashleim, and Malach says, I'll call Leila, call Shan Mitzvateda, Madati. King Solomon says, I was smart enough to understand the reasons for all of the mitzvahs. 
including the Chukim. Shehisik Tamei, and we reached understanding of the reasons for the other mitzvahs. Parshas Paraduma, when it came to Paraduma, Chokati, Vishaalti, Utupashti. I searched, I asked, and I, I, I searched in secret places. And he finishes by saying, Amanti, I thought I could get at the essence of Paraduma, Virachekal, and it escaped me. I couldn't figure it out. The Torah, and the question is, was so smart that he knew the reasons for all the mitzvahs with the exception of Paraduma. So clearly he knew the reasons for other mitzvahs that are in the category of Chukim. And the question therefore is, how is Paraduma specifically different? The reasons for every mitzvah. Including those mitzvahs that most people don't know the reason. But Shleimah did understand it. But Vedafkal Paraduma Oma, when it came to Paraduma, Shleimah suddenly says, many it escapes me. So what is the reason that Paraduma was different than other Chukim as far as Shleimah Melech is concerned? On the other hand, by Meisha Rabbeinu it says, Fakeh, is a Medesh Allah Kosev. V'yichoyelach, it says in a different Medesh. On the part, V'yichoyelach, Amalei HaKadosh Baruch Hu Lameisha. To you, I'm going to reveal the reason of the Parah. Duma Avalaachar Chuka. For anybody else, it's a Chayk. For you, you'll know. So Shleima Melech was smarter than. I'm sorry, Meisha Rabbeinu was smarter than Shleima when it came to Parah Duma. Meisha knew and Shleima did not. But that sort of be just also requires our understanding. The Mash It's indicative. The Bishar Chukia Teda, other mitzvahs that the Teda itself calls Chukim. Yesh Eid, Shiyed, and Tameyam. There are those besides Formation of who know the Taimim. I'll call Ponibichide is Gula, at least rare, special, treasured individuals. Then Kainene Muvan, the question therefore is Madu, Adafke, Mitzvahs, Paraduma, what is it about the Mitzvah, Paraduma, the Ainim, Yed, and Taimim? Even those people. Who can know the secret reasons? Don't know the reasons for paraduma, but acclamation is gala time of acclamation. Okay, those are the questions of the mind. Right? So why does it say twice command? Why does it say twice havaya? What is it about paraduma that precludes shleimah melech understanding? And nevertheless, Moshe does understand. So the Rebbe goes into v'ha'inyan who I'm going to give you the most brief summary of Pedic Bays and Gimel. That a person can give. What does Ratzay Veshev mean? What does Ratzay Veshev mean? Ratzay Veshev in plain English means motion, tnua. Something is moving from a place to a place. If something is moving from place to a place, what do you need to have? For something to move from a place to a place, what do you need to have? You need to have two places. Correct? If there's no space at all, or if everything exists in a single point, there's no room for motion. Motion it automatically means distance and separation and movement. Right? That's what motion means, movement. So, the Rebbe analyzes the concept of movement, of Ratzi Veshev, of hither and thither. Why is there motion? Because there is something other than Hashem. If there's only Hashem, there's no motion. Why? Because Hashem is not, not in time or not in space. Or said differently, He's in all space and in all times. So there's no motion. So if there's something other than Hashem, there's motion. That thing other than Hashem is called a ha'orah. A light of Hashem 
a light from Hashem, that because Kvayochel, it radiates from Hashem, and it's not Hashem, it has two in Yonim. Number one, its relationship to Hashem, its source. And number two, its identity as something other than Him. Right? If that Ha'ar Al-Kis was one with Hashem, it wouldn't be Ha'ar Al-Kis. If that Ha'ar Al-Kis did not attach itself to Hashem, it wouldn't be Al-Kis. So there's two motions. The first motion is the motion of remaining Al-Kus by remaining attached. And the second motion is the motion of being a Ha'ara by being, so to speak, disattached. And this is called Ratzei V'Shev. So Chayes Al-Kis, godliness, is Ratzei V'Shev. And the Rebbe goes through a series. He says, you know, because Chayes Al-Kis is Ratzei V'Shev, the Malochama Ratzei V'Shev. In, in the Sefer Yechazchel, the book of Ezekiel, in Yechazchel, you have the Merkava, the chariot of Yechazchel, which we recite on Shuas. And you have it twice, almost verbatim. The first is in chapter 1, and the second is in chapter 10. Pedic Aleph and Pedic Yud, Yechazchel repeats the Merkava almost identically. There are some differences, but for the most part it's the same. And what Yechazkel describes is a stack of layers. The lowest layer is the Eifanim, the lower Malach. Above the Eifanim, you have the Chayes. And above the Chayes, above the Malachim called Chayes, you have a Rakia, an expanse. And above the Rakia, you have Chashmah. And on top of Chashmah, you have a, a Kisei, a throne. And then on top of the Kisei, there's another so it's a stack, layers, worlds. Adam Shalakis. And what the Navi describes is that they all move together. Up and down. They move together. Like like, like a, a school of fish. They move together. <laughs> Everything moves together. But it moves together from the top down, not from the bottom up. It's not that they find and rise and the chayas. No. When the chayas go up, a series of interconnected and in this Maimed the Rebbe is describing this very briefly because the source of all reality which is the Ha'ore Elakis is in Etnu of Ratzai everything which is in the image of the Chayas Elakis also Ratzai Malachim move up and down because they're in the image of their source their source has to do two things remain attached to the Ebishter and be separate from the Ebishter so the Malach also has two, mo- two movements, two Tnuat Ratzei, to become connected to their source, and Shev to Ser. And then the Rebbe says, just like you have Ratzei V'Shev in Chayes and just like you have Ratzei V'Shev in Malachim, you have Ratzei V'Shev in the Neshamis. Neshamis is also Ratzei V'Shev. He says, but the Ratzei V'Shev of Neshamis is different than the Ratzei V'Shev of the Chayes and the Ratzei V'Shev of the Malach. What's the difference? But Hashem is Yisrael, the Ratzai V'Shev is through Aboyed, it's not natural. Naturally, a Neshama is not Marish. They don't feel their source. They don't feel their source. Because even though a Neshama is a Lakus, but it's a Lakus Shenas and Nivra, the Neshama doesn't feel its source. And because the Neshama doesn't feel its source, there's no conscious and deliberate Ratzai V'Shev. There is a passive Ratzai V'Shev, which is called the Fikum, the pulse. One, two, one, two, one, two. This is Ratzai V'Shev as well. But a deliberate Ratzai V'Shev, the idea that I'm running to Hashem and coming back into my world, is only through deliberate act. It's not natural. The Chayes Eliki is in a natural Ratzai V'Shev. The Malachim and the various levels are in a natural Ratzai V'Shev. A Neshama is in a created Ratzai V'Shev. If you think about Hashem, 
and you want to become attached to Hashem. And then you think about your purpose, and you come down into this world. It's just shit. You think about Hashem, and you become attached to Hashem. That's you think about your purpose, come down into this world. So you have a lakus, malachim, nishamas. And then the Rebbe says, in Kabbalah language, this is called Eres and Kalim. Eres have Ratzei V'Shev, and Kalim have Ratzei the difference is Oyres have Ratzei V'Shev because they feel their source. Kalim have Ratzei V'Shev because Eir makes them have it. Kalim by themselves with Vekas built in Ikeres. The Oyer affects the Kli Ratzei V'Shev. This is a summary, it really is a summary of Pedic Bays and Gimel of this Maimon. But the point is, the point is that if you are not the Eivishter, but you're going to be connected to the Eivishter, there has to be a minimum of two things. Right? I, I know that sounds so silly to say if you are not the Eivishter. Because the truth of the matter is everything is the Eivishter. In other words, if your perception of self, the way you were designed to appreciate yourself, you're separate from Alakus, but you're aware of Alakus, that's at least two things. The aspect of your existence which is connecting to Hashem, which is called Rate, and the aspect of your existence which is associated with your self-identity, which is called Shev. Okay? Rate Shev. So if you look on the bottom of page Nun Beis, we continue the Mayimut. And watch how wonderfully simple the Rebbe teaches us Paradume. It's so simple. With this, this means with the discussion of Rasev Shev that we just davened off Balpeh in a few minutes, we translate the words Chuka Satera. But he doesn't translate the word Chuka as an edict, as an, uh, an unreasonable law, but rather Chuka Hulashen Hanhaga. Chuka means conduct. Zeis Chuka Satera. This is the conduct, this is the norm. This is regular in the Tehra. Zeis chukas, this is what's normal in the Tehra. Just like the laws of nature. What are the meaning of the word laws of nature? Doesn't mean it's Lamailam and Asechel. It's the order, it's the regular. Zeis chukas Tehra means this is the norm, this is orderly, this is regular, that you have the, the Indian of Paradum. In Yiddishkeit, in Tehra, things follow the pattern of Ratzevishay. Kamesha Kotsova says in the Tehra, Miyamine, the Ebishter's right hand is Esh, is fire. So it says that Yamin, the right hand is Chesed, which is Shu. Fire is the left hand, which is Rate. So Tehra is comprised of Rate Vesheim. Tehra consists of these two movements of becoming attached to Hashem and bringing the Ebishter into this world. So this Chuk is a Tehra, it's not being transferred on something that you cannot understand, it's being translated as the simplest understanding. Yiddishkeit is in the image of creation. Just like in creation, in each aspect, beginning with the Chayas Eliki, and continuing with the Malachim, and then with the Nishamis, and then with Eir, and then with Kli, and then the Nishtachis of Nisham and Guf. Everything has a pattern of Ratzim Hashem, Zeis Chukas HaTeda. The Teda is the same way. Yiddishkeit is the same way. Four lines from the bottom now of page Nunbei. This is how it is in the Mitzvahs. God, I have 12 copies. I have 12 copies. So you should be able to find the copy. That the purpose of learning Teda is to do mitzvahs. So in Teda there is Ratzi V'Shev. And in mitzvahs there is also Ratzi V'Shev. In mitzvahs as well you have two movements of Ratzi V'Shev. 
dog which is the idea of positive commandments and negative commandments. And the Rebbe says the positive commandments, you get up and do something. That's bringing David into the world through a proactivity. negative commandments. which is to sit and not to do. Are running two willikuts. So mitzvahs are either or. That's the chap. Some mitzvahs are ratu. What's an example of ratu? Don't eat treif. What's an example of ratu? Don't be mechal Shabbos. What's an example of shuv? Make kiddush. What's an example of shuv? Light a candle. So the Reb on top of page nun gimel now v'cheinu gam beparaduma. The same is true in paraduma. That paraduma has a pattern of shave. But it's a bit different. How is it different? In most mitzvahs, it's either either. Some mitzvahs are rotse, some mitzvahs are shave. Paraduma is both. And that's the first interpretation of Zeis Chukas Atera. Why is paraduma called Zeis Chukas Atera if all mitzvahs are Chukas Atera? Because each mitzvah is either rotse or shave. Paradum is both. Okay? The water you use to purify someone is encountered. The worst tumor imaginable is a combination of ash and living water. The ash, which is what's left over when you burn a cow. You destroy the life completely. And you have mamish just nothing. The ash. Who in a rotu, which is a concept of running to Hashem like fire, running to the Abish. But mayim chayim, you put living water on this ash. Heim bechinas shade. That's the concept of shade. Shari mayim yedir makamela makamuch. Fire goes up and water comes down. Says the Rebbe vatam. The reason shedafke para dumanikras chukas atera. If all mitzvahs are rotsi in shade, why is para duma special and called chuka, which means the norm of the whole tera and all of the mitzvahs? There's something advantageous about the Rotse, the two motions of Paraduma, Ala Rotse Veshev, Shebeshar HaMitzvahs, over the two motions in other mitzvahs. Why? Shebeshar HaMitzvahs, Ubederech Prat. In other mitzvahs, it's a specific aspect. In other words, Shesh Mitzvahs, Shem Bebchinus Rotse. Some mitzvahs are in one direction up. Yes, Mitzvahs, Shem Bebchinus Shev. Other mitzvahs are also in one direction down. Mashenki paraduma as opposed to adu paraduma is called chukas atera because he mitzvah achas klolis it's one general mitzvah for the simple reason she has babeza and yanim it encompasses both aspects of ratzay vashem are we clear? this is the end of the first half of the mind okay why is paraduma called chukas atera? because paraduma reflects the design of everything of creation and of teda and of mitzvahs yeah, but everything reflects that design. Why do we single out Paraduma and label it Chokasatera? Because it's the whole design. Other things are a part of the design. Paraduma is the whole design. The whole design comes down to Ratzi Veshev. Okay, this is the Vaida. This is the first layer of the Maimon. It's simple. But of course, it's not the end of the Maimon, obviously, because we still have to understand about Shleim Bamelech, and the double command, and of course, the twice Havayas. Okay, now we're going deeper. We still need to understand. 
First of all, Masha Metzina, Bameisha Vishleime, the idea that he mentioned before about Mesha Harabeinu. Shleima Hamelech, Shisigu, Taim and Kalshada mitzvahs, they understood, they reached a Gishmak in all the other mitzvahs, Virag, Vimitzvahs, Paraduma. When it comes to Paraduma, you have two exceptions. Mesha Hashem tells him, I'm going to tell you the reason because he wouldn't figure it out on his own. And Shleim HaMelech says, I tried to figure this one out and I couldn't. The Rebbe asks the question using philosophical form. If Paraduma simply is the general representation of the specifics of the mitzvahs, that means every mitzvah is either Ratsi or Shev. And Paraduma is both Ratsi and Shev, so Paraduma is like a cloud. And their Paratim says the Rebbe, then what's the big deal? Because when you have the details that come from a general rule, and you have all the details, you automatically have the general rule. Shleim understands every specific mitzvah. All the details. If you understand all the details, you can piece the big picture together. The totality of the details is the generality. The generality is nothing more than the specific details joined together. On the other hand, Hashem tells Meishah, I'm going to tell you Paraduma. Why? Because if I won't tell it to you, you won't know it. Why can't Meishah figure it out? If Paraduma is simply a cloud, other people understand all the details. What is it about Meishah Rabbeinu that makes him special, that only he understood the cloud? Anybody who understands all the problems should understand the cloud, and therefore the Rebbe changes his mind. What we said before is true, but it isn't the whole truth. It's true that Chukas means the normal of Torah. It's true that Paradum is Chukas because it combines Ratzi Veshev, but there's more. And the more explains why Shleiman never figures it out, and nobody else figures it out, and Mesha only figures it out because the Ebishter gives it to him. Says the Rebbe, last line, middle paragraph, page Nun Gimel, we have to therefore say, This dual motion of Paraduma is is in a higher madrega than other mitzvahs. And the Rebbe says, What is it? And the Rebbe goes into another piece of philosophy. Okay? And again, I'm going to do what I did before. I'm not going to read Sif Hey inside, I'm going to give you a basic overview. Okay? How did we start the Maimir? We started the Maimir with the philosophical idea of Ratzi V'shev. Two movements. And what did we say? What does Ratzi V'shev mean? Ratzi V'shev means motion. What does motion mean? At least two things. You can only have motion if you have two points. Right? If you, have, you don't have two points, you can't have motion. So therefore, obviously we're not talking about Hashem, because Hashem is one in everything. You have to be talking about Hashemliness. Hashemliness has two motions because it has the Hashem half of it and the leanness half of it, right? It has <laughs> how it's the Abishad and how it's the Abishad in a lean way. You see how puns work. <laughs> it's not the Abishad, it's only Ha'ad of the Abishad, right? Two notes. So the Abishad says, guess what? There's two Madrejis of Hashemliness. If we're not talking about the Abishad Kayach, we're talking about the Abishad leanness. In other words, Ha'ad al And therefore, if Ratzi you have two madregas. 
You have a madrega that's called Mamali Kolalmin. And you have a madrega that's called Sevev Kolalmin. And both of them are not the Abishter. And both of them have a Rotsevishev. What's the difference between the word Mamali Kolalmin and the word Sevev Kolalmin? So, in the most abstract and simple language, Mamali Kolalmin means godliness of the Abishter created for the world. Sevev Kolalmin means godliness that the Abishter created for himself. Again, Mamala Kalam means God that the Abish created for the world. Seva Kalam means the God that the Abish created for himself. So the Rebbe says, think about it. Mamala Kalam is God that is that from the outset was there for there to be worlds. That Mamala Kalam doesn't have a real Ratsi. Why? Because even when it's running to the Abish state, it's thinking about fulfilling its purpose of creating a world. But Seva Kalam is the Hashem's God that is created for himself. Seva Kalamun doesn't have a real shave. Because even when it's coming into the world, it's thinking about the Abishta. I'll say it again. What I said is not difficult. You have to just think it through. Mamalakalam means a godliness which is about the world. The Rebbe says the godliness which is about the world doesn't have a real rotsi. When it runs to Hashem, it's still thinking about fulfilling its purpose in the world. So it's not total bittle. So the shuv is a shuv. He sits and he's comfortable and takes up space. But the rotsi is a bidyevidik. The bittle is not patatas. Seva Kalaman is exactly the opposite. Seva Kalaman is godliness that David should created for himself. Seva Kalaman's shuv is not a shuv. Even when it comes into the world, it's not coming into the world. Because it's nervous. Oi, I gotta go back to David. Verstanden? So the Rebbe in Sif, hey, I'm sorry, in Sif, hey, yes, talks us through the idea that there's two madreges and ratsevashev. The basic idea is movement, which is through ratsevashev. In Mamalek Alam, and the Shuvah is a real Shuvah, and the Ratzah is Yenah Ratzah, it's not Stamba, it's not Mamasha Ratzah. And in Sevkom, it's the other way around. The Ratzah is a Ratzah, you see the Snefesh. But the Shuvah is not a Shuvah. So here comes the additional point. Parat Duma is called Zeis Chokas Why? Because it includes the Ratzah and the Shev. Now says the Rebbe, Parat Duma is called Chokas because it's the Ratzah of the Shev, but on the Madrig of Sev of Kalam. In other words, it's not just a cloud. For the Pratna of all the mitzvahs, it's higher than the mitzvahs. Other mitzvahs are either Ratsi or Shev on the level of Mamalakalamin. Paradum is not only a combination of Ratsi and Shev, but it's that combination and the Madrega Sayyid Kalamin. And that's what makes it different. It explains why Shleim and Mesha had problems with it, and it explains why you can know all the mitzvahs and not understand it, and that's really why it's called Chokasatera. I'm sorry, you said. That's what it says in the mind. Go ahead. Right. So in the times of Mashiach, does that merge? Yeah. There's more than that, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, in the Samachvov, the Samachvov, you heard of the Samachvov? You heard of the Samachvov? It's one of the most famous series of my modem. It's in the newer prints, like 800 pages. And the Samachvov is based on the principle of Dira Batachtainim. But the form that the Rebbe Rashab uses to describe Dira Batachtainim is Yechud. Seva Kalaman or Malakalaman. Exactly what you just said. The union of Seva Kalaman, that means the godliness that even when it comes down, it doesn't really settle. And the Malakalaman, that even when it goes up, it doesn't really go up. That's what it says in That's why the Paraguma is connected to also Mashiach. Okay. Bottom of page Nundalit. Six lines from the end of the paragraph. The bottom of page Nundalit, the six lines for the end of the paragraph. 
וזהו עניין הרצי ושייף של הפועל האדום. We're now saying something more, that in addition to Pada Duma being both a Ratzi V'shei, but it's a different kind of Ratzi V'shei. How is it different? It isn't only the cloud that it includes both the Ratzi and the Shei like other mitzvahs. It's a higher level of Ratzi V'shei. These two motions of coming connected to Hashem and bringing into the world can both be in the same thing. The Eifer Paraduma, the Asher Paraduma, and the Rebbe says, When you mix together milk and meat, yeah, you have two things mixed, or you have a new Metzias called Treif, The Allah is, you have a new Metzias called Treif, When you mix together the Asher the Paraduma, the water of Paraduma, you have a mixture of two things, you have a new Metzias, it's called Mechatas, water that purified. You have a new Metzias, which is called Mechatas. How can one thing have both Ratzi Veshev together? Ash cannot purify, water cannot purify, using them intermittently, sequentially, won't purify them. You have to mix them together. When water and ash become one, it purifies. The idea that you can have a mitzvah that can have both Ratzi and Shev has to come from a higher level altogether. It has to come from Sefer Kalam. So therefore, paraduma is different than most mitzvahs in two ways. First of all, it's different than most mitzvahs because it combines Ratzi V'shev. Second of all, it's different than most mitzvahs. How could it combine Ratzi V'shev? Because it's a higher Ratzi V'shev, which is the Madrig of Seyv of Kalab. So the Rebbe now continues in Sivah, V'zeho, V'edabar, Adesham, Meshav, Al-Adam, God Almighty speaks to Meshav, Abedu, to Arnakein, and he tells them, Zezhu, Kasatele, Shatsi, V'avaye, it's on Hashem's name twice. So the Rebbe says what I told you in the very beginning of the Maimed, that there's a rule in Zoya, that any time two names of the Abishan are used in one sequence, we automatically have the first name bump the second name up a layer, like energy layers. Yeah, you have an atom and you have an electron spinning around, so the electrons are going to be as close to the atom as they, as they can be, as the nucleus can be, yeah? But if all those spaces are filled, it gets bumped to a higher energy level. It has to go faster, because it has to spin more has to, has to cover more areas has to move quick if the second energy level is full it can go to the third or what is it one and two and six I don't know we have a chemist in the room yeah how many electrons can be in each layer of an atom further and further away from the center yeah so when you have two Havayas the first Havaya bumps the second Havaya to the second energy level so the first Hashem that's the regular Hashem the regular Hashem is Havaya Deseidir Ishtal Shalom. Hashem's name, Yudkei Vavkei Taka, Gilei Alakus, Godliness, but the level of Ishtal Shalom. In other words, Vachinef Mamalak Alaman. It's the Godliness that's about the world. And the Rebbe says, Hu Misham Hu Adibel Misham. That's the standard level of communication between the Eibishter to Meishar Abeinu is at Sirius. But then it says, Hashem's name is mentioned a second time. And the second time he doesn't say he spoke to them, he said this is what he wants. Says the Rebbe, because of the first Havaya, we know that the second one, Koy Al Shem Havaya Deleyela, is a higher Hashem. Havaya Da'atik, Havaya Vatika Kadisha, Shalemaila Miseider Ishtalchalus. 
which is higher than Seder Ishtashlus, Shemisham Ein Nesinas Mokum and Tzios Yisrael's Klal. On the level of Seder Kalam, there's simply no world. And the Rebbe says on top of page Nun Hey Umisham Nim Shachin the Paraduma, the Mitzvah of Paraduma and the concept of Paraduma and the Koyach of Paraduma comes from a level of godliness where the worlds are non-existent. Well, and this is the real reason why Nikras B'Shem Chukas Hatera. Paraduma is called Chukas Hatera. The Chukas Milashen Chakika. Chukas, the word to carve. So we have two translations of the word Chuka, and they're both true. The first translation of the word Chuka is normal. The second translation of the word Chuka is not normal. And in the word Chuka, you have both. It's normal because it's Ratzay V'Shev. It's not normal because it's Ratzay V'Shev. And the Madrege, which is called Chakika. Okay, do I have fresh? But in Asia, it's a hakikah of Asia. Ksav, anybody who's learned that. Yechsidus knows a letter which you write on a page you can erase. A letter that you carve in a stone you cannot erase because it's part and parcel of the stone. So the Sefer Teir is Asia, Ksav. The Lucha Sabris, the tablets of the covenant of Asia, Hakikah are carved stones, carved letters, and Paradum represents that Madrid. Four lines on the top of the page. Behind you, the the reason for this is. What's so high about this Shema Vaya that it doesn't serve the world? But to the contrary, as far as that a level of Allah is concerned, there's no possibility for anything else. So the Rebbe says, from such a Madrege, you can have a Tarev of a Tumas Mace. I had this conversation with you, I think with you, just a couple of days ago. Where is their Tumma? Where is their tumor? A, a simple question. Where is their tumor? Where is their spiritual uncleanness? And the answer is in a place of life. There's no tumor in stones. Impossible. Because tumor has to do with life. So if tumor has to do with life, tumor is bad. So what does life, which is a good thing, have to do with which is a bad thing? It says a little bit of life. It's like the same story with viruses and bacteria and other diseases. Right? Does a person get sick because he walks out into the cold? No. My father always tells me, that during the World War II, everybody ran away from Russia, those who could. So the Chassidim went to Asia. My parents, my father's family went to Siberia. What was the difference between Asia and Siberia? Disease. What was the same about Asia and Siberia? Starvation. None of them had food. But in Siberia, there was no disease. You know why? It was too cold. In Asia, you had the double whammy of no food and disease. It weirds you down. A healthy person fights off disease. You don't get sick from the cold, but when you're cold, you get sick. It doesn't make sense. You don't get sick from stress, but when you have stress, you get sick. It doesn't make sense. The answer is the sickness doesn't come from the stress. The sickness comes from a bacteria, from a virus. And when you're stressful, you don't have enough energy. And because you don't have enough energy, you can't fight it off, so it takes you over. So, Tumah is in a place of Chayas, which is weak. In a place of death, there is no Chayas. So, a person dies, a bad minan, a person passes away. Meshach Rabbeinu thinks, dead, finished, no life. Hashem says, no, 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 Tumah. So, Meshach scratches his head. There's life in a cadaver? There's life in a dead body? And David says, oh yeah. There's enough life in a dead body to make somebody else tummy. And of course, the Allah is that the body is metame so long as it exists. But you put that body in a grave, in a kever, that kever is metame forever. There's nothing left of that body, but the kever is a makam of tummy. So Meshach says, if there's tummy in a dead body, there's no way to get out of that. If there's tummy in a shed, it's in an insect, 
If there's Tumen in a Vela, then it says in a Vela comes back in the Zalba Kasha Echet. But if there's Tumen missing, if there's Tumen death, if something with so little life can be Matame, that Tumen is so terrible, there's no way to get out of it. So the Medrash says, when Hashem told Mesha Rabbeinu that even a dead body has enough life to make Tumen, yet it has so little life, Mesha says, this Tumen is so terrible, there's no Tara. Let's read it inside. It says in the Medrash six lines, in the top of page Nun Hei. Even she again, Meisha the Pasha's Tumas Meisha. Meisha have been reached the section of the table which talks about the tumor, the spiritual uncleanness of a dead person. Amale Meisha Lakadish Baruchu. Meisha have been tells the Eibush that the Beni Shaleilam im Nitmas that this is Tamei. Ba'amet the Heitarase. There's no way to become Tamei. Sag the Medrash lay Heishive. Hashem ignored him. He didn't respond. So Meisha have been upanim. Asa Shah Niskarkum upon her formation. Measure turns red, turns crimson, turns very upset. Because if a person becomes Tommy, there's no tare, it's a problem. Even Shigila Pasha's Paraduma, when it came to Paraduma, remember I told you about Thomas Mess? And remember you said to me there's no way for Thomas Mess to become Tahir? And remember I ignored you and you got upset? Well, here's the answer to the question. Zu Taras. The ash which you squeeze every drop of life out of. Right? What's ash? Whatever was life is gone. All you have left is carbon, garbage, junk. You mix it with lebedikavase, it's metamnetomimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
that encompasses Ratzay Vashay. And the second is Zuchkikasa Teira. It's Teira of Seva of Kalalman, and that's what can be metad, even at Tmeida. So now the Rebbe says, what is it in Aveda? There's Ratzay Vashay on two levels. The Ratzay Vashay on level number one is Bechol Vavacha, is Ratzay Bechol Nafshacha, is Shay. Ratzay Vashay, level number two is Bechol Moedacha, is Ratzay, and Shuv is even higher than that. Says the Rebbe Vinyan, if I made this all them, how do you explain it in the Yid service to Hakadosh Baruch Hu? The Rishiv, the Tera says, "Vahatot Hashem Alakecha b'Chol Avavcha b'Chol Nafshecha b'Chol Meidah." Love for Hakadosh Baruch Hu has the three three levels: Lavavcha, Nafshecha, Meidah. The Tchila Savedi b'Chol Avavcha. You begin with loving Hashem in your heart. Shagam Shu Ratzi Pshalei b'Chol Liba. You're running to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The Kama Kama Hulei Yisri Mashalei Makel. The running to Hashem is the heart running. So you cannot run more than the heart is able to run. In other words, that bechia level a yes, and then of course the Rebbe doesn't say it, but I'm adding it. Is bechol nafshich, bechol nafshich. We learned last Sunday and again. Satchuva is bringing the Abishta down. That's the first rotsei v'shev. Then you have lemay lemizad is the second rotsei v'shev. He's aved and bechol meidach asserting as someone may say the snapper on a level of infinity. Shainians had this idea. Is and in such a fashion shall you see and we get that clear going out of the vessels altogether. Will the mile is above limitation, and accordingly it says twice Havaya Vezel Vayadaber Havaya the first Havaya Hainu. She say that Havaya Umata Lamaila if you ascend to Hashem from the bottom up. She betchila tzarechis Havaya Havaya Latata first to do the lower Havaya Hishtalshlos. Havaya Bagbala to say that Hishtalshlos. She said what I say Veshev Zivichinus Malaklam in a limited service. Which is connected to Ishtalchalos, which is the Ratzi Veshev Malakalam. And in other words, Rizal Mashaam Razal, the Gemara says, Mikorik, Avadin, Shadat, Dinashik, Akol. A Yid starts out serving Hashem for himself. Hainabachil, the Saki, and Nashik, to correct himself. Last line on page 19, hey, will the Achadezeh, after a person does a normal Avadah, which is for himself, there's an extraordinary Avadah, which is for Hashem. The second level of Yiddishkeit, which is for Avaya the Liela, turn to page Nunvav, Shuarotzi Vesheid. This is the relationship with Akadish Baruchu from Save of Kalam, and she yates him again, like Bolo Lagamri. The Rotzi is totally running out of yourself, and the Shuv is come, come, coming back into yourself. The Maimer Abbey Nazak and Dalter Rebbe said, the Bible called Medech, Mili Bashmaim Chalachavatsi Baharet, Ichvil Zeg Garnish, I have no desires, Ichvil Nish, I'm Ganadin, Ganadin doesn't interest me, Ichvil Nish, and El Mabad, El Mab is not going to satisfy me, Ichvil Menish, that Dichalena wants you and you alone. In other words, Shane, it's a Yiluyim, can't bribe him with secondary godliness, he wants to save himself. It's a highest Mazeg of Alakus. And in Paradum, you connect it to it. Which is right before Nisk. You say Pashas Parad, the Adey, Aved the Paradum, when you do the Aved the Paradum, which is the Madrig of Save of Kalaman, which is Aved the Paradum, when you serve Hashem and Lola Save of Kalaman, Azai, Nasagili Ha'atma, if you build the Abishtan himself, which is what Achaydish means, and the Rebbe finishes, Gu'ullah Hashleim Meshatiyah, Bimheda Bimheda. Of course, in the later years, the Rebbe would add the word Mamish. Here it says Bimheda Minim. And later on, the Rebbe would say, Take it from a Yad Mamish. Okay, that was so beautiful. And the Rebbe did all the work. All we, Pashat, this is one of my modern. Pashat, read and translate. The Rebbe did all the work. You don't even have to think. Go ahead.
both. It's not Sivashi. How is it passive at all? How is it? Passive at all. I, like, I, what does passive mean? You're burning it. You're destroying it. You're taking an animal and destroying it. So it's not that. It's not the passive or, or the active or the activity that makes it into a shoot. The negative and the positive. When you bring a carbon, you give the Abish to an animal. When you burn a pot aduma, you're saving ash. You're destroying. And what's indestructible, that becomes pot aduma. Can't destroy it anyway. Can't burn ash. That's the part I do. So it's about destruction. Carbonella, you're giving the meat to the Avishta. Here it's not about giving away, it's about keeping the ash. It's a very different idea. It's not a carbon. So what's the difference between I heard the question. Paraduma is a mitzvah. Tshuva is not necessarily a mitzvah. The encompassing mitzvahs, you mentioned tshuva, yeah? You could also mention simcha. You could also mention tefillah on certain levels. There's a handful of mitzvahs that we call encompassing mitzvahs. But the criteria of an encompassing mitzvah, uh, faith, the best example of an encompassing mitzvah is a munah. And they're not mitzvahs. They're not b'mi and tayad. They are super mitzvahs, I call them. Because they're about the relationship with Hashem which comes before the mitzvah. The relationship with Hashem before the mitzvah, for lack of words, there's no motion. It's how you're one with Him. Being one with Hashem is a very different experience, a very different idea than being separate from Hashem and joining with Him. Paraduma is a mitzvah. It's an encompassing mitzvah. But it's emphatically how you're not one with Hashem, but joining with Him on a very, very high level. And in this way, it's different than all the other mitzvahs qualities. Wouldn't the shuvah be a better example that's, that's above Ratzayi? It is. It is above Ratzayi V'shev. Shuvah, Paraduma is a Ratzayi V'shev on a higher level. There's a difference in saying above Ratzayi V'shev and a higher Ratzayi V'shev. It's still part of it. It's right. What does Ratzayi V'shev mean? There's me and there's God and there's a relationship. What does shuvah mean? Because I'm one with God, no sin separates me. They're very different.